Yeah. Yeah, it'll okay, be fine. So I yeah. have to put it in. Well, lots of technical difficulties are happening. It's not a lot of technical difficulties. It's just cords not working and then us forgetting to turn the microphone on. Yeah, but you know what? The world is supposed to end tomorrow. Thank so, God, I've been waiting. <laughs> finally, a moment of rest from <laughs> this day of trials that we've been put through. <laughs> Natalie, what kind of music have you been listening to to get through your tortured existence? <laughs> well, I'm going to plug my Spotify playlist again, as if I already didn't do this last week. But um, The Flow is a playlist of mine. A rare wholesale um, from my Summer Flow playlist I, that you can find on my Spotify that's infinitely shorter, more concise, and better. Wow, that was a, that was a, that was a lot to say. That was a... Wow. I've learned a lot about you today. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, let's let the fans decide. Um, you can listen to my playlist called The Flow, and you can listen to Britain's playlist called Summer Flow. Created specifically for Natalie. It, it was, was actually created for me. It was a gift, and then she just ran with it, like the gremlin that she is, stealing music, and then putting her own brand on it. There are different songs on just it. Just like the Kardashian t-shirts that put the, the Kim K stuff on top there of There are literally different songs on my playlist than on your playlist. It's the same feeling, Natalie. I got the a good same feeling. feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling. I don't know the rest of the words of that song, so I, I tried do. to make something out of it. Yeah. That didn't work out. But yeah, um, my Spotify is, it's Weepert Fever. W-I-E-P-E-R-T. Then the word fever. Britain's is probably just his name, I'm assuming. I don't even know. Yeah, so You'll you... Find, I don't know. You yeah. can look us up and see well, all think... our awesome playlists. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have some pretty good ones. If you go to the Edinburgh Now one, too, you can probably find us by, like, cross-referencing the oh, followers, yeah. most likely. For um, sure. Since I know that you, Natalie, are wondering what I've been listening to in my week, I'm glad you asked, because I'm going to tell you that I have exclusively been listening to the new Allie and AJ song, Take Me, on repeat for the past, like, five days. Um, not because I want to, but I feel like it's the perfect way to really, you know, dial in a lot of experiences it's a it's like a whole chapter of my life that's finally coming full circle because ali and aj left us off with that incredible album featuring potential breakup song i was gonna ask if it's potential breakup song like part two or if it's more like rush part two it's more carly ray jepson okay is back but it's ali and aj instead of the canadian queen carly ray call me maybe which is ironically like i feel like her worst song but, like, it, I think it's the most popular. Well, just like um, I Write Since Not Tragedies is the most popular Panic at the Disco song. It's not the best Panic at the Disco song. True. It's the one everyone knows the words to, but it's not the best one. I agree. What is the best Panic at the Disco song? This is a test. This is a test. <laughs> um, what do you think the best one is? And I'll tell you whether or not I agree. Um, okay, well. You're going to say Northern Downpour. I wasn't going to say Northern Downpour, although I really, that's my probably my favorite one. I'm pretty odd, but. Uh, okay probably something off of Fever You Can't Sweat Out. I feel like because the whole album front to back was so good. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have to pick something out. Maybe um, These Tables Are Numbered for a Reason. You just haven't thought of it yet? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Okay. If I had to pick one, it would be that one. I like Time to Dance. Time to Dance is very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whole thing's good, though. I also think, I honestly think, I legitimately feel as though the demo version of Nearly Witches is really good. 
But if you had to ask me what my actual favorite Panic of the Disco song is, it's New Perspective from the Jennifer's Body soundtrack. Ooh, <laughs> I love New Perspective. Also, the guy who sings Through the Trees on that soundtrack, yeah. for, like, for the movie, yeah. like, that's a legitimately good song, and he's a good singer. We're actually turning into a Jennifer's Body podcast. <laughs> and it's not even our second episode, and we're already shifting. It's a soft reboot, if you will. Um, this is now the Jennifer's Body cast. <laughs> No. Body cast. The body cast, yeah. (laughs) I can't say that movie. Anyway, there's been some news, there's been some excitement, some changes going on, some shifting of the sands, if you will, when it comes to the musical world. Do you want to introduce our first story today? Oh, sure. Marilyn Manson, everybody. Oh, that's Um, it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need to know. Um, Well, he did just release a new single, We Know Where You... Beepin' R. Liv. I think it's Liv. Liv, yeah. Yeah, he recently said in an interview, I think regarding his new album that's coming out, that Columbine destroyed his career. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote, according to Spin. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. I actually watched the interview from, it was from the documentary Bowling for Columbine, mm-hmm. where he talked about um, how he was blamed for... The influencing the shooters because they listened to his music. And honestly, he had some pretty insightful things to say, which shocked me. I didn't know he was, like, no, like, actually like legitimately an, smart. An incredibly smart and yeah. insightful person, yeah. It's, I mean, just like most people, I think it's just he portrays a character. And the character that he portrayed during that time was so, like, perversive to mm-hmm. what modern musical culture was that people just looked to blame him for anything like that, which is kind of the point of the interview. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I didn't know that, um, I guess those wounds are still there since he's still talking about it. Yeah, he hopes, however, <laughs> that his new album will see more numbers than recent ones that he's released, and more people will buy it. Hopefully. I mean, if you haven't listened to the new um, single, it's, it's think of a Marilyn Manson thong, song. Thong. thong. A Marilyn Manson thong. <laughs> that would be something. Available at Hot Topic. <laughs> Think of a Marilyn Manson song, what you would think of, and it's exactly that. Like, it's everything that you would expect from a Marilyn Manson yeah. song. I'm really not getting this across the way I'm trying to. No, Do you get fine. what I'm saying? It's fine. It's a Marilyn Manson song. Marilyn Manson songs aren't intrinsically, like, bad. It's just, it's another song that he released that sounds just like it every sounds, other song. That's that what I was released. trying to get at. It sounds like every other song he's ever released. So there you go. Marilyn so, Manson, everybody. Yeah. He's a hero. You know, we're the same personality type. If I ever just show up to the office completely, like, white face paint and all black and platform heels and one eye is suddenly a different color, then you'll know what phase I'm currently in in my life. An American hero. Yeah. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> well, kind of speaking back on what we just talked about earlier, Panic! at the Disco is re-releasing vinyl for their first four albums as well as shirts from the several eras that coincided with each album that's fun yeah so the vinyl version of fever is red and black vinyl and it comes with a shirt well you can get it with a shirt that i specifically remember being sold at hot topic for like 35 dollars. it's the blue pink and purple one that says panic at the disco repeated in a bunch of times um, there's a pretty odd one, which is a really cool color. There's Vices and Virtues, obviously, and the other one. Too weird to live, too odd to die. Yeah, something like that. The one that I hated, so I don't remember its name. I didn't hate it. I hated it. I There were a couple it. songs on it that were okay. Um, Girls, Girls, Boys is fine, and mm-hmm. that's it. 
Death of a Bachelor was on that, wasn't it? No. Oh, which one is Death of a Death of a Bachelor is on Death of a Bachelor. That would make sense. Yeah. Can we edit that part out so nope. it don't sound stupid? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyways, festival that we wish we could go to. We talk about festivals a lot on Subverse. Yeah, I because noticed. we always want to go to festivals. But we can't. You, ever since you went to Cella, you've just been trying to go to different festivals and such. And then we realize, oh, wait, it's like $400. And then, yeah. And then we don't go to the Governor's Ball. Well, the day for night festival is, has some pretty awesome people going to it, including Solange. Hey. Knowles, Yonsei's sister. Mm-hmm. Seat at the Table. Mm-hmm. Good album. It is very good album. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, Trent Reznor. Holla and Radiohead's frontman, Tom York. And we also got Tyler the Creator, okay, St. Vincent. That's an interesting combination. Jamie XX of the XX. I know he has his own like little side yeah. project going on. Cardi B. Oh, that's interesting. Perfume Genius. Is that Perfume Genius? Hey. <laughs> Sky Ferreira. I see you. So, yeah, I mean, you got some pretty fanogram. That's fun. I just saw fanogram. That's, that's a very interesting lineup to say the. I think there's a Absolutely. little something here for everybody, so... Yeah, Justice is going to be there for some reason. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah, I'm have intrigued. You, have you heard their new album? No. Okay. It's probably better off that way. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's... I mean, that's definitely interesting. I know I kind of only ironically like Nine Inch Nails, but you legitimately like Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> so, going would be definitely, I think, a fun experience for both of us for different reasons. Yeah, except it's the same day as commencement, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's fine. But if anybody else doesn't have a commencement... <laughs> And you want to fly out to Houston. There you go. Great December, lineup. December 14th, right? It's uh, December 15th through 16th. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, I mean, I doubt anybody listening to this is prepared to drop $400 to see the day of night. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to assume the economic status and wealth of our listeners. True. But if you do go, send us pictures. Oh, yeah, for sure. Coming up next, Stone Temple Pilots' core is being released on vinyl, which is fun. It's the 24th anniversary edition of their full-length album. It's now up for pre-order. As of right now, it looks like it's only available in bundle packages, and it's just solid black vinyl. But it comes with a 7-inch plush single in box sets that are limited to the first 1,000 orders. Um, There's also a deluxe route that will give you CDs and such, and it looks good. Core is a good album. Core is a very fun album. Stone Temple Pilots is great. You know what else is great? No, what else is great? Beyonce's Lemonade. Um, yeah. Yeah, which, <laughs> coincidentally, um, <laughs> um, the vinyl accidentally pressed songs of a Canadian punk album, I believe. Can- Canadian punk band. Yeah. So that's fun. There's like five punk songs on <laughs> side <laughs> A of Lemonade. Vinyl, um, so yeah, it was exciting. the female fronted Canadian punk band Zex. Um, and it was the first five songs from their album, Uphill Battle, instead of side A of Lemonade. So, which could is you super just, awkward. Could you imagine just, just like you got Lemonade, you ordered it, uh-huh. you're ready to listen to it. Imagine, <laughs> imagine though, if it was like the $300 edition that came with the book. And oh then gosh. you turn it on, and it's Canadian punk band instead of... First of all, I would be me. curious. I'd be like, okay, what is what message is she trying to send with this? I mean, I might be curious. <laughs> this <whole> plan. <laughs> but, like, God, people's faces. Like, I can only imagine, like, yeah. your reaction. Yeah, no, that's that's fun. This happened, actually... This happens a lot. Um, it happened with the release of Queens of the Stone Age's uh, Villains a few weeks ago as well, where it was half of songs that were absolutely not theirs and then half of songs that were. Um, I forget at the moment what the other 
band was. But still, that's always probably a fun experience. Like, I would just hold on to that forever. Oh, I would definitely want to keep it. Are you kidding me? Like, that's, that's going to so be a collector's item. <laughs> it's like that version of uh, the Deer Hunters Act 1 that I have that spells the word, or lake wrong. It's, the, the album is the Lake South and the River North, and it's L-K-A-E instead of L-A-K-E. Well, that's somebody messed up. Somebody <laughs> definitely hecked up, but it's a collector's <laughs> item. Do you have any fun musical defects that you can think of? Mm, no, not off the top of my head. Hmm. I mean, you have the whole Lana discography, which is enough of a defect as it is. Oh my- Oh! oh! You set me up for oh! oh my gosh! <laughs> you did! <laughs> I didn't even see it coming. No, no. Anyway. Anyway. We have fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so here's a, here's a little peek, a taste, if you will, of this week's record of the week, right here on Where You're Even Listening. So our record of the week is Moses Sumney's A Romanticism, available today. Today, right now. You can listen to it on many different things, including Spotify, and you can get the vinyl as well. If you are a member of Vinyl Me Please, the vinyl subscription service, it's also the October's album of the month, and it will get you, if you sign up by, I believe... I think it's the 15th. The 15th, yeah. You'll still be able to get that album. It is on white and black vinyl. Um, comes with an art print, a cocktail recipe, all the fun stuff that comes with Vinyl Me Please. Speaking of albums. which, I did just get a descri- yeah. uh, subscription. Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, so I don't want to like become too much of a shill for a product, but I got a three free month trial free. Um, and there's a, a thing with it. You can get $10 and then your friend gets $10 if someone else signs up. So like I just sent the link to a bunch of people to see if anyone would be interested. And like it's actually a really cool service and especially the I fact... love it so far and I haven't even gotten anything yet. <laughs> my, thing, my, my record didn't even come in yet. But. Um, but yeah, like there's always a monthly album. This one obviously being Moses Sumney's A Romanticism. And you can swap it out for any other album that they've had as a monthly feature mm-hmm. so like you could swap it out for the gorilla's demon days which was a really exclusive kind of print for them um it's really cool but anyway this week we are exclusively talking about a romanticism which is the first full-length album by moses sumney now natalie did you know about moses sumney before this album not before i got the subscription actually when i saw that it was their album of the month i went to you know look at it and um obviously listen to it today when it came out mm-hmm. I had no idea who he was, um, but it's very um, drug-hazy. Okay. I feel like I really need to be strung out to listen to it. Okay, that's definitely a, a, an aesthetic. It, it's, it, is, it is an aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, I really like it a lot. Um, I think getting it on vinyl will be an interesting experience, because a lot of the songs in it, specifically um, Quarrel, which kind of just continues on longer than I think I expected it to. Yeah, it's the longest one, definitely. I think it's over six minutes. Yeah, it's really good, though. Um, it was the first one that I heard from this album. Doomed coming in as a close second favorite so far. And, I mean, this is obviously only a few listens, um, given the fact that it came out today. Yeah. But... Uh, for me, I like Lonely World, which is the song that you heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like Indulge Me. 
I think Rural's fun too. I think it gets really exciting towards the end, which yeah. is is definitely different because the rest of the album is pretty mellow. Indulge Me was um, the first song I actually heard from him. It was released as a single, and I was just like, hey, you know, might as well. It was on my mm-hmm. release radar on Spotify. And I listened to it, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like, a lot of his voice work kind of reminds me of Perfume Genius and Sampha. Like, if they together had a musical project, it would be Moses Sumney's music discography so far. But, I mean, Stereo Gum describes it pretty well as a blend of folk, R&B, post-rock, jazz and a bunch of other stuff and i think i agree with pretty much Mm -hmm. all of those things there's a lot for different people on this album um as you go through well (laughs) natalie so eloquently put it as drug hazy um a lot of it does kind of flow together it feels like one cohesive yeah i could i agree it's something honestly like i feel like if you want something to study to or like fall asleep to i feel like it would be a good album for you study to fall asleep to um other nocturnal activities yeah. too like there's a lot of different <laughs> it's a multi-tool <laughs> if you will this album um but i can definitely see it sticking around i think for a while as far as different playlists things that you'll find especially on spotify like obviously being a first album people are going to be paying more attention to it mm-hmm. than i think normally would and since it's also the vinyl me please album of the month more oh, yeah. people it'll get attention yeah more people will be exposed to it which is really cool um because I think it's important that the music industry kind of supports these more alternative takes on genres. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, Blood Orange does it a lot, too. Like, it's, at its core, it's like hip-hop R&B, but it also explores themes that aren't present in a majority of pop culture music. And I think this does that kind of just as well. Um so check out Aromanticism if you are interested. Like I said, if you are a member of Vinyl Me Please, you'll be getting it in October unless you swap it. Um, you can also just get a regular vinyl version as well as of today. So check out. Check it out. It's out today. Speaking of other things that came out today, there's a there's a little list of things that came out. There's a plethora. Plethora of <laughs> options for you. Um, a one cornucopia being... <laughs> of ideas of options. One being the Killer's new album, Wonderful, Wonderful. Is it Wonderful, Wonderful? I think so. I believe so. You think it's Wonderful? Um, not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Killer's. Uh, I think after Sam's Town, is, that was their peak. Um, you mean you didn't way. like... The one that was after Sam's Town. Which, Sawdust? Was yeah. This? No, yeah. No. No. Except for Under the Gun, I guess, was good. I think but. the cover of Shadowplay is fun. I like um, Good Night Travel Well on Day and Age, and I don't like anything on Battleborn. I like Spaceman on Day and Age. Uh, but as far as far as um, the new album goes, Wonderful, Wonderful, I actually like the, the actual the title single, track. The yeah. title track. I yeah. think it's good. I like The Man. The Man's really fun. I heard it on the radio over the summer a lot, and it never really got, like, super old to me, mm-hmm. which is fun, because usually things on my radio back home do get very old very quickly, like Machine by Mr. Wives. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's funny, because it's really just the singles off the album that end up being good, and the rest of the album, yeah. I pretty much feel indifferent or just don't like Right. It. I think it's interesting, because before the album dropped, Brendan Flowers was like, yeah, we're the only, like, last good rockers left. But, like, no. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, uh, I mean, like, maybe of, like, the post-punk revival movement, sure, because Interpol's not exactly post-punk anymore. The Killers has kind of changed. All-American Rejects don't do things anymore, I don't think. I didn't know they were still 
I think they had oh, an album, like, last year, but oh. maybe the year before. But, yeah, hmm. so that's, I guess, disappointing if you're a fan of The Killers. We'll have a review of that in Spectator Music this week. And you know what else we'll have a review of? Double Duchess. Fergie's new album. Miss Fergie Ferg's new musical project. Um, so how I feel about this, okay, um, <laughs> The Duchess is a good album, let me start off by saying that. Um, Double yeah. Duchess is not. Um, I'll just go as far as that. As far as what I've listened so far, Like It Ain't Nothing, um, is what I would probably consider the worst track, and I'm pretty sure she sampled 50 Cent on it, because she has the I Get Money line oh, yeah. in the 50 Cent voice, so I'm like, no, you can't do that to a bad song, because that was a good song. <laughs> But that's fine. And then the song with Nicki Minaj is disappointing. You and already it, know. It randomly turns into, like, jazz, like, some type of Tanisha Yeah, no, vibes. it's Tanash. <laughs> Tanash. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first mis- mispronunciation of the podcast. Tanesh. I'm actually very surprised it took this long for me to mispronounce someone's um, name. But no, Thank yeah, you. you already know. I had to look it up when we listened to it because it literally turns into a bad, bad, not good song. And, like... I was so confused as to what I was listening to. And then I looked it up and saw that Will I Am produced it. I'm like, that is, there's no way. I don't believe you. There's no <laughs> way. I know you lying. But anyway, yeah, I uh, I only listened to You Already Know because it had Nikki on it. It was disappointing because I thought because it had Nikki on it. It would be good. That it might be good. Yeah. I mean, most things. Yeah. And then you, all, you guys already know MILF Money or whatever the song is Milf that came Money, out. Yeah. I don't know. That feels like it came out like... Decades she also ago. has the song that came out, I think, probably over a year ago, the La La Land song. LA, oh, LA Land. LA Land. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I'm like, I feel like that came out LA years Love ago. Slash La La. Yeah. Feet YG. So I was just confused as to why that was bothered putting on that. Um, one. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it's like a compilation of things that she's been working on, I get it, I guess. Yeah. But I, I'll have to listen to the whole thing and just really spew about it later, I'm sure. On social media and such. And be like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a new Black Eyed Peas album. There was a picture with Apple the App, Taboo, and Will I Am posted the other day. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, it's happening. <laughs> the world prepared. is ending. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> the energy never died. Um, <laughs> also, about today is Godspeed You Black Emperor's Luciferian Towers. It's more Godspeed You Black Emperor, and none of the songs are 23 minutes long, so you can actually realistically listen to them. Um, That's a relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are breaking up into parts this time instead of Storm, which is quite literally 23 minutes long. It's a good song, though. Um, Cut Copy's new album, Haiku from Zero, is out. It's getting kind of terrible reviews, though, so I'm a a bit wary, but of the songs I heard from it, it's not too bad. It's more cut copy, um, more 80s-inspired sort of disco pop, if you're interested in that. And then The Horrors' new album, V, is also out. We Something played, we might play on Subverse. We did actually play Way Down um, last week, which was the first we- first single from the album. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, and I like it a lot. Um, I've always liked The Horrors, so I'll probably like the album when I listen to more of it. Um, it's definitely a very niche, I think, sound, um, especially nowadays, but it's definitely, it's got shoegaze roots, um, but it's kind of more, like how Deer Hunter has kind of transformed Mm -hmm. over the years. It's a very similar progression I've seen with them. And then finally. Finally, Circus Survive. (laughs) Last but not least, Anthony Green's Circus Survive, The Amulet, is now finally available for us to listen to, and 
I'm only mentioning this purely because I'm from the same town as Anthony Green, the quiet, quaint little city of Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Um, I had a few friends, actually, that went to the record release show the other day. It was just him, acoustic guitar. I saw the picture. She was sitting right next to the Street Fighter cabinet where I spent so much money in high school. It's so nostalgic. <laughs> the memories, yeah. <laughs> right at Siren Records. But um, I have never truly loved Circa Survive, so I'm going to listen to it, see what happens. I've always been a fan of his other works as opposed to Circa Survive, specifically Sayosin, but we'll find out. My review will be in Spectator Music next week. So Available on edibronow.com. And everywhere else. Yeah. We post about it a lot. Yeah. So You can't miss it. You literally cannot miss it. You have to be actively attempting to miss our content, <laughs> if that's what you're trying to do. Specifically mine. You will see me. <laughs> I'll make sure. I'll make sure. <laughs> um, so what's coming up for this week other than those reviews? No subverse next week. Sorry guys, I know you. I know you love us, but um, we can still have a playlist together. But we do have a soccer game same day, same time. But we will be first. taking requests for the, when we come back from the hiatus. Yes. Um, we'll be having a full two hours of completely new music ads and requests. So definitely check that out, mm-hmm. and you can request on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com backsplit. Backslash, backslash Subverse WFSE. Um, we also have Spectator Music video stuff coming up eventually um, when me and Dakota sit down and record more of that. Um, we will have all of our reviews up on Spectator Music. We'll have some pictures probably coming up soon from the various concerts this fall season that we'll all be going to. So definitely stay tuned. There's a lot to look forward to on Spectator Music. Studio B may also be coming back soon as well, so hold on to your butts for that. And next week we'll be coming back, we'll be talking new releases from Wolf Alice, Demi Lovato, maybe Miley Cyrus. Oh, great. Seeing how those releases... I'm so excited. I'm very excited to witness some of these masterpieces. Demi, all right, I haven't heard the new song. It's not that great. Okay, that's always Um. a good start. (laughs) And I don't have any expectations at all for Miley Cyrus' album, but we will be definitely be talking about it next week. I'm still week, upset so. I never got that uh, Record Store Day release of Bangers on Pink, the Pink Final. I wanted it, just to have it, like, just as a display piece, as a conversation piece. Like, people would walk into my home, and I would just have Bangers <laughs> just on the wall, and they'd be like, why is this here? I'd be like, you know, and then I would turn around and do the same pose she's doing on the cover. <laughs> and then everybody would be like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so much to look forward to. <laughs> next week um were you even listening i hope you were listening <laughs> to this podcast <laughs> yeah all right see you next week everyone here's our outro